are on a different vibe this week. We are on a different vibe. Welcome back, everybody, to the 10th anniversary of So Far Gone, also known as She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, She and I. The best thing to happen on Tuesday since Monday. You better know it. My button didn't work. That's all right. <laughs> I hope everybody out there had a fantastic week, a fantastic weekend, and we are now back. India, like always, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Let's get into it. It was okay. What do you mean it was okay? I, you, mean, I, I feel like you say that every week. Like, I don't do much on the weekends. Is every weekend just okay? <laughs> yeah. When is the weekend going to start being immaculate, great, amazing? My weekends are the same. Well, every weekend to me is by far better than the next. I try to make sure that I do something that I appreciate every weekend. So I encourage you all out there to do the same thing. Don't just let your weekend be okay. Let your weekend be great. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm back in business. (laughs) I am back in business. So... Do you want to just go ahead and get right into it? Because I feel like we have a lot to cover. But I also hope everybody out there had an amazing Valentine's. Because last week, yeah, we did the Valentine's episode. Yeah, last week, you guys celebrated Valentine's. So I hope you got everything you needed. I hope you got all your roses, all your cards. But my biggest hope for you guys is that you had some of the best sex in your life. It's my biggest hope for everybody because we talked about that on a couple of episodes ago um, about the blue chew that India talks about all the time that she loves, I'm not by the way. about that all the time. India loves blue chew. I never said that. Girl, you did tell me you loved blue chew. I never said that. So you never have said you loved Blue Chew. No, I've right, never said that. Anyway, like I said, we just hope everybody had an amazing time. We didn't do too much. We did get a chance to go out on Saturday. Shout out to the homegirl, Lo, for coming through and watching the executive producer, Breast Milk Poppy, as we went out to have a fantastic date night. Did you like that? We went to dinner. Dinner was great. Damn. I don't get no points. What do you mean points? Points for what? (laughs) I am shaking to my foundation. All you said is we went out. We had a dinner. All you said about the weekend was it was okay. 
I don't think you enjoy a, anything about life right now. Dinner was good. All right, make sure you say that. <laughs> I mean, but you're making yeah. it seem like it's something out of the ordinary that we do. What you mean? It is not. What you talking about? You got on that hen. You did get on the Hennessy. We went to your co-worker's birthday party. Sorry, not your co-worker. Um, we went to one of your friends' birthday party. Right on. And then we went to dinner. Okay. And you didn't have a good time? I feel like you making it seem as though you just wish you were sitting at home doing nothing. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that you gave a lot of Valentine's Day tips. And you didn't use any of them on me. Because, see, my thing is, I try to help everybody else out. I am a man that's about giving. And I've used all of those tricks on you before in order to get you to marry me. Now, listen. So now that we're married, I was about you to don't get give to a that. rat's ass. Now, listen. Just because you're married does not mean that the tips that I'm saying should not be applied because I need to do a better job of sometimes applying my own relation tips. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, now let's go ahead and get right into it. India, are you ready? Because I'm ready to do this. You ready? I'm ready, Barrett. Yes, sir. Here we go. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. All right. So I'm going to step back and let India kick this thing off. Take it away, India. Oh, I didn't know I was doing that. You told me you had something you wanted to talk about that we kind of talked about already, but mm. we're going to get into it. So we're going to talk about this couple who is married. And the wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Right on. Six years ago. The B. Smith thing. The yes. B. Smith story. Yes, and... Her husband. Her husband. Now has. Now has. A girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Are you gonna get done? Because I'm looking at I'm looking at the picture. All right, here we go. I'm looking at the picture and what are you cutting me off for? I wasn't done s- talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm looking at the picture, and of course, this is an older black couple, and then the girlfriend is this younger white lady, and so the the picture just looks terrible, but basically, the man said, I love my wife, but I can't let her take away my life, and I think that's pretty terrible. Okay. What were you about to say? Now, I was about to tell the story. I, I, I felt like you were, you were kind of dancing around the fact that he was dating a younger white lady. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, me, All right. Do you want to give your take about it? Then I give my take. So go ahead. You go ahead and kick things like off and I'm going to jump in. I feel like if you're married. All right. I don't care what disease I come with. Okay. Like, 
that's what you signed up for. That falls into mm. the category of for better or for worse. And she wouldn't, I mean, granted, we don't know what tomorrow holds. But looking at the lifespan of someone that has Alzheimer's, I feel like I Googled it and I feel like the most was maybe 10 years. That's the most before they die. <laughs> so they have about 10 years <laughs> of life expectancy when they get diagnosed with Alzheimer's and then um, they are slated to pass away after that 10 years yeah. or even before that 10 years. Now, do I think, what's his name? I feel I wanna, like I wanna you're almost, name. I feel like you're, you're taking advantage of the person and the situation. Even like, I may not remember, but it's not my fault that I don't remember. It's not like I chose to forget you. And I mean, I get it. Maybe, you know, you're lonely. I just feel like it's not right. What's his Especially name? to have your girlfriend living in my house. And I'm just walking around smiling at the lady because I don't remember anything. Like, that's terrible to me. What's I whose name? I feel like his name is Michael, right? Or the Dan. Dan. His name is Dan. I feel like Dan that you are only telling half of the story. Now, Dan and his... New girlfriend, whatever her name, what's the name? You say? Alex Lerner. Dan and Alex are dating now. That Dan, that B. Smith has um, Alzheimer's. Now, do I think Dan is dead wrong? Well, I can't say that Dan is wrong. No, I cannot. But, but, but I can say, India, that Dan and the girlfriend are taking care of B. Smith in her house. They're not just living in the house, um, frolicking around naked and nude and making it all kind of suggestive, it doesn't suggestive matter. things in in her face. It doesn't matter. He's there are like a million other people that could take care of me. I don't want to be taken care of by your girlfriend. So, question is now: Should he get a divorce and then yes, and then take care of her? Yeah, I, honestly. I'm letting you know right now. Should that ever happen to me? Okay. Go ahead. And you want a girlfriend? Remember, it's on wax. We can go back and pull this episode up. Put me, put me, find me the best nursing home ever. And I'll find me a whole new life. Like one of those, <laughs> one of those super nice ones. Just put me there. Because so, I'm going to come back from my grave and haunt the fuck out of you. Why would you do such a thing? So you know they've been talking about this on a lot of um, platforms. And one, I trust. And a lot of people trust. And we all listen to it's The Breakfast Club. And Angela Yee said that usually the person that's taking care of the person with the illness dies before them. Um, statistics show. Because... They have to spend all of their time now taking care of their loved one instead of taking time and doing things for themselves. Because now all of my energy went from you to, I'm sorry, went from myself to making sure that I'm taking care of you 
in every way possible to keep you alive. And while I'm keeping you alive, I'm dying in the inside. So I don't think it's anything wrong with what my man Dan has done. That's now, what I now I say that to it's say this. To a home. I, d- I feel like it's highly disrespectful. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's disrespectful. Or hire a, nur- a nurse to move in and take care of me and you move out. You take your shit, you leave and go find your own place with your girlfriend. But don't disrespect this space that we've built together just because I don't remember it. He did say that when she first got diagnosed, she told him that it was okay for him to move on. Yeah, move on. Not stay your ass here. Move on. Okay. Get out of the house. Go live at her house. Don't bring the hoe here. You gonna stay with the hoe. Why she gotta be all that? <laughs> Why does this lady Listen. have to be a Oh, oh, you got girl. You, y'all so hard on people. It is completely inappropriate for his girlfriend to be living in their house. I truly feel like that. I feel okay. like, okay, you want a girlfriend, go get your girlfriend. But go somewhere else. I would think it would be inappropriate for him to have his girlfriend living in the house and if he and her weren't taking care of B. Smith. But since they are taking care of her... Who wants to... If she were in her right mind, you think she would have ever said... I don't know. Go... Yes, go get you a girlfriend and let her take care of me. I mean... I feel like I would rather be taken care of in, in my home that I know in my home that I built by okay, a person so you ever by get... a person that I love versus being in a nursing home surrounded by strangers, um, a nurse that doesn't know me. I'm not saying anything wrong with the nursing home, but so if... I would just rather be in a familiar space. So God forbid you ever God. get Alzheimer's. And I decide that I want a boyfriend. You're okay okay with my boyfriend moving in our house to take care of you. I mean, no, 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 no. No, we're not doing a double standards thing. No, let me get done with what I was about to say. You're okay with my boyfriend moving into the house to help take care of you and still have sex with me and we have our own relationship. First You're of okay all, with it. I'm not going to remember you guys having sex because I can't remember anything anyway. So why would I care about you guys having sex? No, the only I'm thing- saying in your right mind right now. If that were to ever happen, you're saying that it's okay for me to still be married to you. How old? And no, Barry. You're saying it's Let's okay. Compare apples to apples right now. You're saying it's okay for me to have a boyfriend. I would and want to you move, and him to move into our house. Would I want you to move on and go ahead and and continue to live a prosperous life? Of course, I don't want anything to hold you back from achieving everything that life has Answer in store for you. Answer the question in which it was asked. Would I care about somebody moving into the house? A guy dating you, moving into the house, and take and taking care of me. Making sure I'm good in my own house. I'm cool with that. No, you're not, Beard. No, you're not. No, you're not. 
I just sat here on this mic and told you I was cool. You're lying. Why can't I just be honest and say, yes, I'm cool with that? You're lying. How do you know that? Because I know you're lying, Bear. I know you. You don't know. The way you just hesitated and tiptoed and tripped up around that question. Because I I had to make sure. Now, listen, at the age I am right now, if God forbid, if I get Alzheimer's right now and I happen to lose my memory, would I want you to go out there and bring somebody else in the house and then they start taking care of me? No, nah, I wouldn't want that. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't age, matter. I, at the tender of the age of 26, it doesn't matter of the Benjamin age. Button syndrome. It doesn't matter the age. Why does the age matter? It's the same thing, Barrett. And the it's only reason the why you're flipping thing. it and saying that it's okay is because he's a man. No, and it's like you always try to paint this narrative Barrett. about men and women in double standards. Because that's no. exactly what you 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 started this conversation by having a double standards. You're saying, oh, I think it's okay for my man to have his girl girlfriend live in the house with her. Absolutely. And then I flipped the question around on you, and you got to hesitate about it. I didn't hesitate. Yeah, I you just did. said you that danced around the question. I answered the question. You but danced I have around to be, it. I have to be of a certain age. I do not, I'm telling you, I would not and I do not want you um, getting somebody else to come in the house and take care of me right now if I happen to have Alzheimer's. Just go ahead and send me to my mom's house. I'm cool with that. Let my mom take care of me. Because one, I don't want to know that, I I wouldn't know anyway, but it's the feeling of another guy taking care of my son. Mm, It's not cool. So I definitely won't want that right now. As I get older and I progress throughout life, he's out of the house, meaning Blake is out of the house, and I happen to get Alzheimer's, then hell, you and your boyfriend come in and have a ball. You full of it. As long as I'm taken care of to the best of you guys' ability and I'm comfortable and I'm still getting everything that's owed to me, I'm all right. You full of it. How though? Like explain to me how I'm full of it by saying that because what I see right now is you say, oh no, like we have vows to death do us part and all this. All right, cool. And who exactly would you okay if you don't want to put that stress on your I wife? Can't even get my sentence out though. You realize that, right? <laughs> to death do us part and all that, then you gotta respect the vows too, and then like not get a divorce, right? If you don't want to put Come that type now. of pressure and stress on your wife, why would you want to put it on your mother? You just said that normally when situations happen like that, the person taking care of the person dies before the person who is sick. If they don't have companionship, my mom has my dad. My mom has my grandmother. There are other people around. If something were to happen to me, who do you have? Who does the go-to person go to? And that's the question. So why would I risk your health and your well-being? Go ahead and have your boyfriend. But at age 65, if that happens to me, get you a boyfriend and y'all make sure I'm taken care of. Take me to all my doctor's appointments. He's 64. His girlfriend is 53. Okay, so take me to all my doctor's appointments. And they have been married for 26 years. That's pretty shitty. How, I'm sorry. Though? Like, just... explain the shittiness of this. I, I don't it. see it. 
I, I, I'm just not seeing it. And you guys out there may disagree. But India, I'm sorry. If something were to happen to me, all right, let's make this even, I hate to go here, but let's make this even more real. You said you will hunt me, right? Yeah. So if anything terminal were to happen, should I be a widower or should I start developing another relationship with somebody else? If I were to die tomorrow. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, you got to see it like that. Then. Oh, they're going to put it out there like that. I, I wouldn't expect you to live the rest of your life as a single man. Or a, a widowed man. But you just said you were hunting me. I don't want to see the ghost of India's past coming through that's trying different. to touch on you know, my ass. That's different. That's nasty. The only way I'm going to hunt you is if you killed me. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's a Where whole different situation. Is this episode going? That's a whole different situation. I don't know, India. I think it's kind of it similar, it's right? A, why is it similar? You said if you if I were to pass away and you were just, I said terminal. you were to have to and you were to end up being a widow. Widow word. You a, are a widow. Whatever. I'm a guy. You're young. Like I would hate for you to have to be by yourself for the rest of your life. Okay, so what's the difference now? With this situation. That lady's not dead. But she, she's alive. <laughs> but her memory is dead, though. To her, she's her living, memory is to dead. Her, she's living a great life. You to know her. why she's living a great life? Because she has two willing adults there to I'm take not, care no. of her. They all no. go to the movies together. They all That's do ridiculous. things together. It's like one big Utah Mormon sister wife. Taz Angel's household. Has she not been sick? And something else happened to where he didn't want to be in a relationship. He wouldn't have... Would he have told her that he had a girlfriend? What? He didn't get the girlfriend to after she was sick. What is you saying? That's what I'm saying. So, I just, I just don't understand, like, why... It's so simply because it's simply because she doesn't right remember. Then. It's simply because she doesn't remember. Like that's right. the only reason why he's doing this because she doesn't have any memory, and she so doesn't feel, even recognize her husband. Listen, the only reason why he's doing this is because he she doesn't have any memory. I feel like that's taking advantage of her. If she gave him permit permission, which he said that she do we did, know that. Do we know that she gave him permission? That's what he told her. Why do we know that for? Why do we can't know that we take his word? If he said it, if that's his wife and they were in the doctor together, I got to take this man on his word. It was the two of them. He said that she said it was okay to date and go on with his life. We Why can't we just take him at his to word? Disagree, because I crazy. still feel like it's wrong. You could, you can give me a fifty million scenarios. I still feel like it's wrong. You can, and like I said, you can have a girlfriend. Why? Why? Why she gotta live in my house? Something everybody know. I'm taking you to Palm Trees Nursing Home as soon as you lose your memory, because you don't want to be kept. And taken care of by a loving family with me and my girlfriend, but you want to go to a nursing home. That's we can, no, nasty. I don't. I, you, no, you sound crazy. No, I, why the, 
No. I'm like trying so hard not to cuss right now because you pissing me off. <laughs> I just can't wrap my mind around why I can't wrap my you... mind around the fact that you think it's okay for you to bring a woman in my house just because right, I don't remember agree. nothing. I'm not doing it just because you don't remember anything. I'm doing it, one, because I do want to continue on with my life. Well, go do it somewhere else. I want companionship, but... Go do it somewhere else. I also still love my wife, who is my best friend, and I'm not going to leave by... I'm not going to leave her while she's down and out to go move on and continue to enjoy my life. This selfish of me. No, it's selfish of you because you're having your cake and eating it too. No, it's selfish of you to not want me to be able to move on. And I then just said also, move on. Just don't move on in my house. Go somewhere else. It's not about whose house it is. It's about me sticking around, making sure that my loved one it's taken care of. Bear. Regardless had she had of the her situation. Memory, would it be okay for him to bring his girlfriend to live in their house? Had she had her memory, do you think he would have had a girlfriend? We don't know. So if if was a fifth? We don't know. But like I said, if a fifth of that hand we'll be on our not ass. changing what I'm saying. I'm Your girlfriend changing. should not be coming to live in my house. To help take care of me. I don't ever in no lifetime want to be taken care of by your girlfriend. I don't think it's a problem. Um, especially if well, I, there's I, I, a lack I know of a memory. If, if, there were to, if that were to happen to you, then it's okay for me to bring my boyfriend. And I know okay. if it was to happen to you, I'm sending you to Palm Trees Nursing Home where the breeze always bring old people to their knees. Thank you. <laughs> anytime now thank you for that great current event topic i have another topic very similar to that one now we've all been following this story pretty heavily and this is old justice Millette. i know indy how you feel you think you jesse know. you think jesse is telling the god's honest truth no i didn't i just said i don't know all the facts so you think Jesse, Jesse, I'm sorry, is telling the truth. Where I, on the other hand, not so much. I think it's a lot of greatness in his story. But that leads me to a question about relationships, right? What is the biggest lie or what has been the biggest lie somebody has either told you or you've told somebody in order to cover up? The real truth. Oh, that's a good question right there. Mm. Yes, ma'am. So have you told a lot of somebody like Jesse maybe allegedly telling the people right now to cover up something that he may not want to come out later on? I can't think of nothing like that that I've done. So what if somebody else has done? Have you ever had a well, boyfriend? I can't be out here telling nobody else secrets. No, well, give him a fake name. I'll tell you some stuff. One of my homeboys back in the day, he called his now. Well, I'm not going to. It's too much information. One of my homeboys back in the day told a girl that he was dating that he had a Kappa intramural baseball game, and we had practice at 12 o'clock a.m. 
and he couldn't come home because it's the only time we could have got the baseball field to practice on. Round of applause for this guy, man. Round of applause for my main man. He told his girl that we had to a 12 o'clock a.m. practice because that was the only time we could have got the field. Now, I'm not saying that it was true or if it was false. But what I am going to say is he made sure that he did give the person that he was dating um, a reason to be out that late. Now, me personally, I'm sitting there thinking, have I ever told such a wonderful um, fable? And I really couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything with that one. So that's how I know that my man Jesse may be telling a lie. Because what are you serious? Have I ever told you, you something can, like that? Yeah. Like what? Not no, not not nothing that damn dumb. Because oh, had you told me no, because had you told me you were going to the practice field at twelve a.m., I would have pulled up to the practice field. Yeah, you have done some old crazy shit like stuff like that. You used to follow me though. That's crazy. I never followed you. you used to pull up. Pull I used up. to pull up. I ain't never followed you. I've never like pulling up dribbled. and following. Are cousins, right? You have to no. follow somebody in order to pull up on them. No, you just you were predictable in the way that you move. Girl, whatever. Um, have you I ever sloppy. told? I'm trying to think right now. Now I really haven't told anything that crazy. Oh Lord, you just making my ass itch tonight. How? What did I do? Tell me something that I've told you. Here, the first do. Valentine's Day that I knew you, you said different. that you were in Nashville with the Kappas doing some crazy community shit, service. and that's not what you were doing. I think I was serving the community at the time, and you're not gonna take that from me. I was doing community. I was doing good for our community. I was making sure that everybody had Valentine's Day gifts. Should... I'm just going to put it out there like Shut that. Shut up. That's what I was doing. Uh, but yeah, so you have to be careful when you go out. You, you, you told so many lies back in your day. You don't remember how many, like, you just, you told them so much, you probably believe them. That's why you sitting here like, oh, I've never done anything like that. I haven't. Not to that extreme. Not to, like, saying, hey, I got jumped or anything. Like, that would be kind of crazy. What if I called you and be like, Indy, I just got jumped <clears throat> and I can't come back home tonight? Um, but I want to go to the hospital. And you're like, no, I want to come to the hospital. And then I tell you, like, the wrong hospital that I'm at. So I have you driving all over town trying to find what hospital that I'm in. That's a good one. And if anybody heard that, you may want to put that in your Rolodex because that's a good one. Or another big one I hear a lot. You no, know, I'm going to find you. Like, I don't Another that, big that, one. That, here's the thing, like, when... When you become a liar, you become a predictable liar. I've never been a liar, so I don't know that. Okay, weird. I just can't, like... Oh, boy. You're not in the mood tonight? What's going on? You need to... You know what it is? The last few episodes, you haven't been drinking wine. I feel like the episodes go a lot better and a lot more fun when you drink a little wine. Right You're now, lying, you are Barry. You are... I am. I am. Because I can't with the lies. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. What did I lie about? I don't think that I... And I haven't I've, had wine because I'm not feeling good. And I know you hear me over here coughing. You have been coughing a lot. And if I get sick, then I don't want you to have a boyfriend come over here 
and nurse you back to health. I can do that for you. Can you, Barrett? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Now, I want to move on to another topic since that didn't evoke the emotions I thought it would out of you. I, what type of emotions were you looking for? I thought because you had you, a couple more stories to tell, but obviously you don't now. Well, I don't because I haven't, like, I'm not, I ain't never told no lies like that. Like, it, when I lie, I feel so bad. Like, it, like I feel so bad about lying. I just can't do it. I just, I feel terrible about lying. You've never told a lie. No, I've told a lie. Okay. I just said, but I don't tell them often. Because it makes me feel like a very shitty person. When all girls tell this lie, when you ask them, so you've been going through my phone? No, I didn't go through your phone. You with your lying ass out of here? You know damn well you went through my phone. When when a girl comes up to a guy and says, so, oh, you still been talking to Keisha? My man be like, man, no, I haven't been talking to Keisha. Where you get that from? And then the girl say, don't worry about it. I know you've been talking to Keisha because I know y'all been texting. And then my man say, how you know we've been texting? And I haven't been talking to Keisha. What are you talking about? And then the girl would say, because. Then the dude would say, did you go through my phone? Then the girl would say, no. And if I did, and if I did, y'all, you've done it before. (laughs) That doesn't apply to me because right now, if you were to ask me that, I would just say, yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Back in the I day. I did go through your phone, but, but I, don't, I don't go to your phone. In so. the day. A more, a more accurate question would be, what's wrong with you and me saying nothing? Oh, I mean, that's, that's not a that's huge... That's a lie. That's not a huge deal, though. When it's I'm a talking, lie, though. It's well, still a lie. Whatever, but it's not like baseball field and it's not like community service and it's not like I'm in the hospital and it's not like I got pulled over by the police and I got a ticket and running yeah, late. I feel like the karma is too bad for those type of lies. What you mean like hospital or police? Both. Like why that, like that's a very extreme Sometimes lie. you gotta be extreme if you wanna get in between <laughs> You knew I was about to hit the button right. That was good. If you want, if you are dating two women, sometimes you have to bring out the heavy artillery just to make sure and enable that you keep everybody happy. Not just you, like a sick but every party involved in your mischievous behavior needs to be kept happy throughout the entire relationship. Sounds like a sick womanizer. Well, I'm just letting you know. Now, this next thing I want to touch on before we <clears throat> make it to the midway point. Well, we kind of are at the midway point. 35 minutes, and I don't think you got into your bag yet. But I want you to get into it right now. Last episode, I said that I wanted to talk about a self-assessment list. And I think this is a good exercise for all of us to do because India keeps telling you guys that I don't think I do anything wrong but I made a list of five things that I need to work on this stems from a conversation that we had like I said two podcasts ago and I wanted to make sure that we came back around and touched on this because 
if you do this with your significant other, I feel like it can bring a lot of things to the light and you guys can potentially work on these things. So without further <clears throat> ado, India, this is the B-Love assessment list. Number one, which could cover everything else on the list, but it's a broad topic. And the thing that I need to work on, on my assessment, is communication. I need to be able to communicate with you in a better fashion and not wait until things bubble up for me to then spew venom at you. Why are you so animated in what you're saying right now? Because I want you to know how I feel. Communication is something that I need to work on. Um, I don't need to close myself off when I feel like that there's an issue. I need to just talk about it when it comes up and talk through it and we need to figure it out. But I say all this right now and it sounds good, but it probably won't happen. But no. I know that there is an issue with me communicating. It's going to have to change. Well, I'm letting you know. That's number one. Number two on the assessment list is frustration when you ask me questions that I think you should already know the answer to. I tend, I tend to get frustrated with, you, frustrated with you, which leads, which makes my patience, where are my, where are my words this evening, which makes my patience thin with you as well. So when I say, when you ask me a question like, <coughs> Barry, what's five plus five? And I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, don't ask me nothing like that. It's 10, like, leave me the hell alone. I really get frustrated. It's that's really bare and simple, but that's something I need to work on. And it's my frustration with you. And I need to be able to channel that in another way. I don't even know what you're talking about with that one. All right, cool. Number three. Uh, it's kind of a small one. But number three, because I don't have many, but I got five. Making plans without consulting with you. You would say that. I tend to have a bad habit of making plans and then telling you after I made those plans instead of including you when I make those plans. And I'm going to do a better <laughs> job at that. Um, so that's number three. Number four, sometimes I come off like I'm fussing when I'm really trying to motivate and inspire so maybe I need to take the way I speak to you about certain things and twist it around to make you feel like I'm uplifting you. You know what? I feel like the way I talk to you comes from organized sports. I played organized sports throughout my entire life leading up to college and then girls got in my way. Um, and I feel like when I talk to you about stuff that I know you're good at, I coach you. And I don't think you like to be coached. So I feel like I need to do a better job of communicating how I feel right there. And number five, the last thing is sometimes, not all the time, 
I don't I don't know when to turn off the playing. You would say I play too much. And I would say it's life. Life is all about having a good time. So those are my top five things on my assessment list. Do you agree with those five? Because it's all I got. Like once I got to I number three with four out of five. Once I got to number three, it was pretty hard. I was like, damn, I don't I'm really a I'm really I'm really a good dude. I don't really do anything too crazy. Those are my top five things I need to work on. What about you, my dear? You're in... <laughs> what? What? You told me... I'm really a good dude. You told like... me I didn't... You told me that I didn't think I had anything to work on. I just gave you five things that I could potentially have to work on to make our relationship better. Like I said I agree 100% with four out of five. Which one don't you agree with? The second one, because I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Like, like so I don't so even know. Like, to... how many questions do I ask you? I don't ask you many questions. You be asking me some simple stuff, and I be like, dude, like, what? And that's what I do. I I I'll even say it in that tone. I what? And then I realize what I'm about to say, and I dial it back because I be. Because if you were like a random person ask me some of the things, I'm like, dummy. That's what I would say. But since it's you. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'll think of something in a minute, but give me yours. So while I think, I'm thinking right now. Well. You will say something like, I didn't know hip hop started in the Bronx. And I'd be like, what? You didn't know hip-hop started in the Bronx? I feel like this is something that you just, like, made up. No, it's really something. It's stuff that you do. I do. And we'll be watching TV. If I'm TV. asking you something, yeah. then it's like a serious question. It's not like no stupid-ass question, like how you're making it seem to be. I didn't say It's you, a like, question I that I genuinely want another answer to. Right, I'm so, not saying it's simple as five plus five. I'm not saying it's that. It can be something like, uh, I, go, I don't have I must have did example. something the day you made that list for you to put that on there. No, I was struggling, first of all. Because you're perfect, perfect baddie. No, no, no. Perfect baddie. Oh. <laughs> but you can call me perfect zaddy. Hey. Yes, queen, your Gross. turn. Give it to me. I know you got a long list there, but just, I just condense have, it down to five. No, I just have five things, I would say. <clears throat> My tone of voice, because you always say that I have an attitude in how I say things. And you got to watch your tone and tone delivery. in my voice. Your tone and your delivery. Which most times to me is like nothing. But to you it's like, why are you saying it like that? I just want everybody to be happy. Um... The second would be my attitude. It's huge. According to you, I always have an attitude. It's huge. 85% of the day, you have an attitude. Even on the podcast, you guys, she records with an attitude. You're, you are. You're entitled to your own opinion, Barry. You are NWA. 
I mean, there are things that I'd like to say, but I feel like we should discuss them off the podcast. But because you have communication issues, we can never talk about it. So then Ooh. I end up getting on here with an attitude because we See? haven't discussed things that we've needed to discuss. See what I'm saying? That was an attitude. Go ahead. Um. So, yeah, tone of voice. Okay. My attitude, not saying how I really feel about stuff. Going back to you asking me what's wrong and me saying nothing because... I feel that once I say it, you're not going to want to talk about it in communication <laughs> on both parts, apparently. Um, I feel like you just made some of these answers up sitting right in front of me. It's all on there. What's the time step? That's because I'm in the list right now. What's the time step? Go out of the list. Let me see the time step. Don't worry about it. It's keep going. We can't. All right, keep here. going. Keep going. Um, I'm messy. Say what? Messy. Not messy as a human being, but as in junkie. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Well, like messy, but not nasty. I just like <laughs> have clothes everywhere that I can't seem to keep in a drawer or in the closet. Not only that. Well, I'm going to leave you alone. It's your list. Go ahead. But we have too much stuff with lack of storage. Until my clothes end up in a pile. Not even a controlled mess. It's just a mess. Uh, mess isn't supposed to be controlled. Mess is mess. If it was controlled, it wouldn't be mess. Continue on. Um, And then lack of time management. Lord Jesus. That's a... I think you did a great job on that, Indy. I'm going to give it up for you. I can name about 15 more things, but those five summarized it. Now, my five combined with your five, now that we've got that out into the open, things that we know we need to work on, what are the next steps that we should take in order to work and navigate through these things? Should we get another girlfriend to come into the house to take care of us? Refer to number five on your list. <laughs> I'm trying to bring the podcast together, make it one big cohesive, cohesive, <laughs> cohesive episode. I just want to make the podcast great, all right? So should we bring a girlfriend into the house to help you take care of your mess, to help us work through our communication issues? Well, stop playing with me, Beard. Okay. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Perhaps I already need... told you what we needed to do. What's that? Go see a therapist. I'm not gonna say it again. All right, let me let me can I can I can I be transparent for a second? I have been trying to find a therapist to come record the podcast. I'm but not doing that. Let me let me even if you were to find somebody, I wouldn't do it. Therapist, so it would just be you and the therapist, which honestly, they don't want to. They don't. I not feel like they say it's you should go see policy. a therapist. I should go see one, and then we should see one together. I feel like I'm pretty cool. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Now I think I'm just. I, I don't think I have it. My biggest issues are with you. I, I feel like me as a person, Barrett, B Love, aka. I saw this this girl. I think I'm okay. This girl put something on um, 
Facebook today. Yeah, let me hear it. And it really made me laugh. Did you save it? Because if you if you have to go find it, don't even worry about I, it. It's not going to take long for me to find it. It was a, um, she wrote it on her status today. Can you hurry up she and get said, there? She said, if you are an adult and have never been to counseling, I don't really want to be your friend because you probably bleeding on people that never cut you. Was a period on or something? I don't get it. Are you serious? I'm saying. If she's on her menstrual cycle, then she might be bleeding on somebody that didn't cut her. (laughs) Makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. Everybody doesn't have to go get counseling. Some people, you know. I find it funny that (laughs) we've been talking for 55 episodes. of. Is this the 55th episode of the podcast? I think. I find it funny that we've done all these episodes of the podcast and you always have all these advice for all these other men and all these other couples. But for some reason, Barrett can't seem to take the advice. We've talked on multiple episodes. Oh, I think you should go to counseling. Oh, I think you should go to counseling. And then when it comes to yourself, somehow we have Perfect Batty. Perfect Batty doesn't need counseling because he is... Perfect. He doesn't have any issues. Every, you know, it's like <laughs> it's not me. Listen. No, it's not you. It's me. I feel like in your eyes, it's it's not me. It's definitely you. That's how you feel because you feel like you are perfect, Batty. <laughs> Stop saying it. That's nasty. I can't stop saying it because that's genuinely how you feel about yourself, which I guess is great because your mother has raised you to be one hell of a confident young man in yourself. (laughs) Like, that's a great trait to have. Or it could just be because you're a Leo. I'm going to say that it's probably 80% because you're a Leo and 20% because of your parents and your upbringing. My chakras are not aligned right yourself. now. That's crazy. Your astrology system, work. What, what in the world are you talking about? Astrology, Leos, chakras. I didn't say anything about a chakra. I felt that coming, though. It, okay, well, it, like, like I was saying, now, perfect baddie like- don't need help. Perfect baddie it's fine. Can't nobody say nothing to Perfect Batty because he is the perfect man and he doesn't do anything wrong and he does the best that he can do and he gives it all 100% <laughs> every day. You summarized my whole life right there. Listen, listen. <laughs> you are crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What did I marry? I just... What? You... <laughs> Perfect baddie. That's who I'm married. Oh, my God. I didn't know. It I'm just trying to figure out. In this moment that I was married to Perfect Patty. <laughs> I just. I can't even stop laughing, y'all. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out, me as a person, why do I need counseling? Now, listen. I understand why we need counseling in a relationship. But why do I have to go to counseling by myself? So that you can figure out. (laughs) (laughs) These are legit. Why are you laughing? I'm so confused right now. (laughs) So I need to go to counseling because I need to figure out why I act the way that I act. Okay. I need to figure out 
like what happened make it make sense to me because okay. I feel like there may be an issue, but all in all, I'm a good person. But <laughs> something that's funny too. So you don't think I'm a good person? No, like all in all, like you didn't say I'm a good person. You like perhaps all in all, I'm a good person. Yeah. Okay. But I do know that there were some things that I experienced in my childhood that probably contributes to the way that I act today. So if you already know that. I don't know that. Okay. But it's not even if I do know that it's just to have someone to talk this stuff out with. I think it's a grand idea. Because that I've you want. never had anybody to talk this stuff out with. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a grand idea. Um, I don't necessarily know. I don't, I don't even know where I would start. Let me tell you. So, all right, let's play right now. Let's role play. You're the counselor and I'm coming in to get counseling from you. Hit me with, like, hit me with something real fast. I don't know. Like, just, just pretend. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about today? It depends on what day of the week it is. If it's Friday, I want to talk about the weekend. If it's Monday, I want to talk about the podcast. If it's Tuesday, I want to talk about a short take. If it's Wednesday, I want to talk about things to get me to the next podcast. I also feel like it's to help you find healing in things that you never healed from in your past. Things that you just brushed under the rug and was just like... You can't heal what we never I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to remember it. It's done. It's over. Just because you put it in the back of your mind... Right on. Doesn't mean that you've healed from it. Like something could trigger and could bring up all of those emotions again. Because you never healed from it the first time. I don't I don't really think I have anything. Perfect Betty. All right. Okay. It, all right, listen. I, so. I, I, I should be no, very listen. fortunate that I married a perfect man. What I'm gonna do, let me let me tell you. <laughs> I am going to actively seek out a counselor. When I seek out that person, I'm going to have a serious counseling or, session. Let me get done. And I was gonna then say, I'm would you come rather back. us go to one together and then go separately? We can no, we can do it however however it's done. But I do want. I don't know how. I don't know. But I want to show you that it's nothing really wrong with me. <laughs> I'm laughing because I live with you. So what do you think is wrong with me? Tell, tell, I uh, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I know that you can't talk about anything. I know that you have a hard time talking about your feelings. And I know that every time you're upset about something, you don't want to admit that you're upset about it. And if something like hurts your feelings, like you definitely won't say that. Nothing hurts my feelings. You're lying, Barrett. All stuff does hurt my feelings. I think I do tell people when my feelings are hurt. No, you don't. You keep it bottled up. And you don't want to talk about it. Because you'd rather be happy. Which is fine. I would rather be happy. It's a, it's a, it's a gift to be happy, you know? And you, I tell it, alright, so I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. 
the reason why I'm happy is because um, the reason why I wake up and I try to be happy every day is because of two or three, probably like four people that could not be here with me today that I feel like they should be here. And um, I, I never questioned God, but uh, one of my best friends passed away when I was in college. My cousin, um, he was a lot younger than me. My first cousin passed away and um old friend from high school and then my granddad just four people so um three of them for sure for sure i wake up every day and i hit it for them and i just want to be happy for everybody it's nothing wrong with trying to be happy but though that was a like that that's the main reason and i feel like everybody should be happy for the same thing if you don't wake up every day and you don't look in the mirror and if you don't say, hey, there is somebody out there that couldn't be here with they could that they, they couldn't be here today. And I'm going to be happy for that person, then I don't think you're living right. I feel like everybody should wake up with the same mentality that, hey, there's somebody out there that I'm happy for. It could be somebody alive and or dead. But it's somebody out there that you need to wake up for and smile. It could be your son, your wife. Your, your, every day you wake up and you are alive, you need to thank God and you need to go out and go out and, and, and get after it. There's no reason I feel like for people to be upset every day. I mean, it's, it's if people are going to upset you. That's just that on that. But don't dwell and don't. Let that get you down. You keep pushing. And then you push on past that because those people that make you mad, they're not the people who you care about the most anyway. The people who you care about the most are the people who you're out here trying to be happy for and make a better way for. God is the key. Love is the answer. Bless up. You got something to say? I feel like you have to understand that people process emotions oh, differently God. than you do. Here we go. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to reveal everything that I'm feeling about our <laughs> relationship right now. India, you can't heal what you don't reveal. But I that's have okay. To reveal it on this podcast right now. We're going to counseling and we're going to talk through these issues that you have with me about me. And we're going to get it all out on the table. You're Perfect Patty the Comedian. <laughs> perfect Patty the Comedian. Man, let's move on to my favorite segment. <laughs> Goodness gracious, we spent way too much time on that. Unpacking our emotions. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relationship. Yes, sir. This week, B-Love's Relationship is brought to you by Red Bull. Because it gives you wings and it makes you sing. Now, listen up. <laughs> this tip, I think, goes out to everybody this week. And it comes from one of our male listeners in India. I think it's funny how our female audience will provide a lot of detail while our male audience will get straight to their question. So here it goes. It says... He says, I'm sorry. I love to show you guys. Keep it going. My question is for B-Love. So, before India, have you ever been put in the friend zone? If so, were you able to come out of it? 
Thanks, fam. I'll listen to your response Tuesday. How short was that? <laughs> That's a real question. That's a literal question. Um, how to stay out of the friend zone is beloved relationship. Now, the friend zone is a difficult place if you are a cool person. It's a fine line between friend zone and I want to bone. <laughs> you have to make your intentions known. But do it in a clever way. Don't go up to a girl that you are friends with and say, hey, girl, listen, I'm cool with being friends, but I really am just trying to be your friend to hit. Don't do that. What? You have to make your attentions known up front. If you start off being friends with somebody and you begin to develop feelings for that person, let them know early. Because there is nothing more damaging to our pride or your pride when that person goes to introduce you and she says, <clears throat> hey, meet my friend B-Love. He's like a brother to me. And now guess what? You're stuck. You're stuck in that friend zone and you're trapped. And there is no way out when the girl introduces you as her brother. Now, the best advice I can give in this situation, like I said, be upfront in what you want. If you are already friends with the person and you see yourself begin to develop these type of feelings and you want to take things <laughs> to the next level, it may be a good idea to tell her just, hey, listen. I don't know if you're feeling like I'm feeling about our relationship, but I want to try to explore taking it to the next level and then see what she says. If she says, ew, that's nasty. You're my brother. I'm not down with incest. Then, you what? know, then, you know, to keep being a good friend and don't try to slide in there and don't get mad at her either. You are taking the chance on putting yourself out there to let her know that you want to be more than friends or you can play shy. If I ever fall in love, I'll make sure the lady is my friend. And when you make sure the lady is your friend and you build on that foundation, but you build on it in a certain way that she knows up front that you want more than a friendship, then I feel like you will be okay and you will stay out of the friend zone. Now, the question says, have I ever been in a friend zone? I'm a funny guy. I try to be happy like we just talked about. I don't think I had probably been put in a friend zone one time by mistake. I didn't know that the girl was flirting with me like that. And she was hot. Then I played too much. And I played right into the friend zone. And then the homies was like, you know she liked you, right? I'm like, no way. And then when I tried to spin back around, she was like, oh, no, we're just cool. And I missed my opportunity. Then I tried to get out of the friend zone. No, I just sat there in limbo and just waddled in my depression. But you, my friend, if you need to get out of the friend zone, you maybe need to do like I said earlier. Tell that girl, tell that person how you feel about them. 
and then let them decide where they want to take it because you know how you feel. Now you need to put the ball back in their court and be honest and upfront and tell them, hey, listen, I love being your friend. I want to continue to be your friend, but I do have to admit I have deeper feelings for you than just a friendship. And that's this week's beloved relationship. Indy, you got something to say? You're mighty quiet. I- <laughs> oh, you're mighty quiet. I felt like you was feeling that until I said I was almost trapped in the friend zone. Then I saw your face go blank. And you were like, oh. I mean, I, I friend zoned a lot of people in the past. So, but I mean, I guess. I feel like if you have, I feel like if you have feelings for somebody, you should express it. Yep. And you know, if if it just so happens that you get put in the put in the friend zone, at least you know where you stand. It's not like you're going to be friends with somebody for ten years, wondering if you could have had a relationship. You know, you couldn't have had one because that person didn't feel the same way about you. So you can move on with your life. It's true. How did you know you put somebody in the friend zone? What did they tell you? To let you know you friend zone them. Because I saw your dorm pictures your freshman year. You had a lot of boys in your dorm room. I had a lot of homies. Mm, yeah, they were homies, huh? Mm. Yeah. You know what they you know what Fab said. I don't mean H-O-E when I say homies. Well, those guys were homies. Okay. They were on my wall. Yeah, they they weren't in your walls, were they? I think my prime they? picture may have been on my wall. Mm-hmm. But that would have been like the only guy that I actually dated you that was on my question. wall. They were on your wall, but were they in? <clears throat> grow up. Okay. You heard me. I said grow up. That's what, did you hear that? Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Oh. W-W-I-D. What? Would India do? Kick it! So we got a good old-fashioned shade room scenario. Oh, I ain't done one of these taking it back on them, <laughs> a huh? long time. And this one has a lot of grammatical errors, so bear with me. <laughs> you should have retyped it. <laughs> child, my friend baby daddy missed the last eight child support payments. He's supposed to pay $650 a month. He doesn't spend any time with his sons, but mm. every time she turn around, he posting pics of him with his new girlfriend's kids. Mm. This morning, he called her crying, saying he gonna do better, and she was okay with him coming to get the boys tonight. Be- then, before he hung up, he told her that child support took fifty two hundred of his taxes, and he needed three thousand back because his girlfriend let him claim her kids. She checked her Epi card, and sure enough, there's $5,200 on it. Got she him. told him she would let him know tonight when he comes to get the boys. What should she do? That's her money. I agree. Mm. I wouldn't give it back. Straight up. <laughs> like, Sorry. I feel like it's a pretty simple answer. No, absolutely. I wouldn't give it back. You haven't been paying child support? Mm-mm. And then what's that you claimed? He claimed your girlfriend's, his new girlfriend's kids. kids, right? That was his mistake. He should have known that the government was, was going to garnish her, his 
tax wages his refund and give it to his baby's mother. He should have. Yeah. He, he come on, my man. You but that, know that but that just speaks to how much money he actually owes her. Right on. In child support. That he means it's, it could be more. That. It could be more than the fifty two hundred, but it's at least fifty two hundred because it's all sitting in my account. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't either. Nah, I don't either. It. it is what it is. And I hope your new girlfriend break up with you. <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> it. Listen, having a son, man, I don't see how you could not be there for your kids and be there for your especially if you got a son. I feel like it's the greatest thing in the world. Um so I don't see how people could not spend a little bit of time with their own <clears throat> kids. If it's money, if it's times, whatever. I do feel like that fathers should step up to the plate and be there for their kids. So now I don't feel sorry for them. You are a great father. You better keep that 5200. Thank agree. you, India. I try my best. I try you to are. be happy. I genuinely I feel that in my heart. <laughs> I do. I mean it. So am I a perfect father? No, no okay. one's a perfect father. Or well, you just told me mother. I was a perfect baddie. And that because that's how you um, presented yourself. So I'm just giving you the title in which you want the people to believe. What you mean? <laughs> Listen, back to the. I don't want to get back. Your on perfect. That. Your perfect father. Do you feel like you're a perfect spouse? Huh? <laughs> if you can hunt, you can hear. The word perfect is subjective to who's saying it. Do I feel like I'm I, a perfect spouse? No. That's why, that's why we have the podcast to let people learn from my mistakes. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to have the next generation of guys or the next generation of ladies who come up after us and they get married, especially in our community, to look at things like marriage has to be broken. We are the keys and glue to keep marriage together for millennials. So let's do the thing right. <laughs> so I'm about to go get counseling. <laughs> Next episode, y'all hear from me. I'll be a changed man. Before we end this episode, we have to give another shout out to the Candle Bar. <laughs> if you have not made it by the Candle Bar yet, Please do so because it really is genuinely a good time. I'm planning to go. I don't even have anybody to go with. I'm probably just gonna go by myself just because I want to make myself another candle. You know who I believe you should take one. with you? I believe she'd be funny making the candle. You should take Low with Lowe. you. <laughs> I think Low making candles would make my day. But yes, the candle bar. There's two locations in Nashville. One on Sitco Drive. And the other one is in East Nashville. So, yeah, make sure you go check it out. I'll let you go. Maybe we can do a group date. <laughs> you know what? Matter of fact, how about this, right? How about this? We will do another giveaway soon about the candle bar, with the candle bar, about the candle bar. And whoever wins, they have to be in Nashville, unfortunately. Not unfortunately, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles. We will go on a group date. With you and your significant other. A double day or a double, group a double date? date? Because that double implies date. that no, more than no, one we're not giving out. No, we're going to do a, a double date. It depends on <laughs> candle bar. Secure the bag alert. It depends <laughs> on how the bag looks. Um, yeah, so we're going to go on a, uh, a double date 
with one of our listeners, but let's save that for next month. And we're going to do that in a real way. A double date, Indy and I, you and us and them. We're going to do that. So I promise you that also live show is coming, baby. April. I'm knocking it back. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it live. You'll get it. It's coming soon. But anyway, India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Shop Indie Boutique on Instagram. And shop IndieBoutique.com. And you can find me, BLove1911, on all social platforms. And like I say all the time, slide in our DMs. Leave us an email. She and I podcast at gmail.com. Info at she and Get with us. We love hearing from you guys. You guys make the show great. We always let gratitude be our attitude, and we can't thank you enough. So, without further ado, it's been real, it's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,